0: Um, okay, Boomer, this week on King Me, when you fight the past, the past fights back. This is 11-22-63.
1: King,
0: King Me. Me. Welcome to King Me, the official Stephen Moves... Hey, the official Stephen Universe podcast. Oh, no. No! Of course, this is the Stephen official King movie podcast. Rob. Yep. I'm Dan. I'm Rob. <laughs> uh, welcome to the official Stephen King movie podcast. It's the official podcast of King Me. It's the official podcast of intergenerational conflict... It's the official podcast of you're slurring your words and you don't know why or don't you. Mm. I fell in the shower, Rob. (laughs) Oh, wait, Dan. What?
1: Um, FYI, I've fixed the audio issue. Great. (laughs) That, That was only an issue to us. But uh, just so everybody out there knows, <laughs> yeah. So we could it's have uh, fixed. <laughs> d- so there
0: is a version of this where we just keep going.
1: <laughs> uh, you, you fell in the shower again?
0: <laughs> no, we were talking on the Patreon about how I fell in the shower, and, uh, and you want
1: to? You can't just be giving away that kind of premium well, content. Well, this
0: is a teaser because I didn't cut a te- an actual teaser so okay <laughs> now we're just recapping with less judge mm. yeah um it, it's like watching scrambled porn i think <laughs> okay me describing this anyway i can only uh remember certain things for example when i think of the movie a muppet christmas carol i don't remember that there are <laughs> muppets in it i just remember it as a michael caine one-man show where he plays ebenezer scrooge
1: oh boy memory loss um uh,
0: but you know what that means uh plenty of t- plenty of new memories coming up
1: oh good you gotta yeah. fill in that empty space that's
0: right yeah uh, uh, uh w- I- welcome to king me i'm dan Gagliardi. i'm rob oh, sorry that was an actual mistake i forgot that we only do that at the end i'm rob avon and i'm dan gackley <laughs> uh dan
1: what are we what is this what are we doing What is this?
0: We're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're just sort of easing into things, and then we're going to talk about our first uh, streaming original.
1: This oh is this of the show first streaming original? Huh?
0: Is it not? No, is it not? (laughs) Yes or no? Is it not?
1: I suppose it is. This is uh, yeah from uh, so we're talking of of course we're talking eleven twenty two sixty three um, from the year two thousand sixteen. I I guess yeah, it's right around when the streaming wars um, really kicked into high gear.
0: Oh, and we all watched with bated breath to see who would get us off. <laughs> <laughs> None of them had porn. None of them. That's uh. it. So I had to just listen to recordings of myself describing porn.
1: That's that's who's gonna win the streaming wars, by the way. Whoever, Narrators? No, but whoever is the first one to uh, with the adult content, there. It's this, this fucking everybody talks about this, but how uh, VHS won over Betamax back in the eighties because uh, it was cheaper, and that's uh, adult videos were printed on. VHS because it was cheaper to get out there. And wow, that's why so, won. That's why so, we have Blu-rays instead of HD HD DVDs.
0: Um, a thing my mom accidentally bought me for Christmas one time. An HD DVD. Yes, and oh. as far as she's concerned, I loved it.
1: <laughs> it was great. I well,
0: bet I would have loved it. That what DVD higher picture is it? quality. It's like a really nice like five disc Blade Runner. Oh. Yeah, yeah, HD that's- DVD. That's a good one. I have that in Blu-ray. Oh, must be nice. (laughs) Must be nice. Wait, I only have an
1: HD DVD player though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel a gift of the Magi coming on. Um, so is that true about VHS that it won because of porn? So Betamax is like truly beta.
1: Yeah, that's right. It, it's, uh, <laughs> it's not ever names. That's actually why we call uh, Beta Males Beta.
0: <laughs> that's why we called Betamax Betamax.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what are a bunch of noodle armed virgins like us going to call yeah. our video player?
1: A bunch of soy boys, if you will.
0: <laughs> oh boy, um, well that's cool. Cool bit. That's a cool bit of um, sort of film history yeah that
1: so usually what ends up happening when there's a new technology a new thing coming out they whatever the adult industry goes with is usually the uh the technology that we will have um
0: so when when disney acquires browsers yeah then then we'll know
1: then we will know Damn, and
0: then we just... can look forward to a Martin Scorsese, op- yeah, where he says that <laughs> porn isn't cinema. Can we...
1: All right, I know we we already kind of talked about this off mic, but can we talk about it on mic well, for a second? We
0: talked about it in as much as I read it to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but well, that was you more... just you just uh, you had your eyes closed and a contented <laughs> smile on your face. You were Did tapping it? your foot like I was doing jazz.
1: <laughs> Dan, read me a bedtime story. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the story of an old man in his dying art form. <laughs> so Martin Scorsese, who listeners will probably know from uh, his role as the puffer fish in Shark Tale. Right. Um, he got into a bit of hot water. Uh, not really, but we need something to distract us from... Uh, The The fact
1: that we're going to (laughs) die.
0: Yeah. The (laughs) gradually heating um, police state that we're trapped in. Right. Uh, So this week it was Martin Scorsese uh, throwing shade at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, And I'm sure everyone has heard about this by now because I think it was a couple weeks ago probably. But... um, You know what? So
1: this... The people that give a shit about Martin Scorsese not liking Marvel movies, like, fuck, man, these movies are so good. Like, shut up. Like, I like the Marvel movies, and I know that they're not good movies, you know? It's like they're dumb fucking fun movies to just watch and then, you know, probably not watch again.
0: Right. I think you pretty – Um. I think Marty was uh, – and Scorsese, I think he was really onto something when he likened them to theme parks. Yeah. Because if you'll notice – All of these franchises get turned into theme parks.
1: (laughs) That's it's true. (laughs) There
0: There, is no Goodfellas theme park. Although unless you consider Bayonne New Jersey a theme park.
1: (laughs) I I would go to that theme park.
0: I would too. Are you going to Sopranos Con on a related (laughs) note? Sopranos Con.
1: I'm I'm Are you going? Yes or no? uh, I'm not gonna be there. I Uh, I'm not gonna be there this year, but yeah,
0: it's like exorbitantly priced. We should see if we can get press passes.
1: That's a lot of meatballs, right?
0: Do you know, we'd get our asses kicked trying to get press passes to that thing. (laughs) Do you know what they'd say? They'd say, yeah, I got your press pass right here.
1: (laughs) And then they'd give me a sock in the nose. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Some some guy would throw a brick at my head because he was fighting with his friend. (laughs) His much younger friend. Yeah. No, I, um, I, I think that's so funny that
1: *Sopranos* has its own convention, it, and like starting his, now, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. The show's been off the air for what over ten years, forty now. years, I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and who is is *Sopranos* the, the one where for? the
0: finale is, uh, you know, someone like uh, Tony kills a chicken, but he's actually just remembering that he killed a chicken. He actually killed a baby. <laughs> yeah yeah that's Is right. that because yeah, it wouldn't stop crying
1: it wouldn't stop crying and then yeah yeah and then there was that heartfelt moment where um uh what's uh aj gets on the helicopter and flies <laughs> off and then tony rides the motorcycle down and <laughs> you then know what the you know all...
0: what the s the s in mash stands for <laughs> yeah i do take one guess <laughs>
1: And do you know they, what the H stands for? It turned out to, they were all dead the whole time. And <laughs> the, they they were just at their best when they were all together, so they had to come back together again.
0: They were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that's the opposite of what that <laughs> yeah. show's about. So do you know what the H in, uh, in MASH stands for, yes or no?
1: Uh, Heisenberg.
0: No, HESH. It oh. stands for HESH. Do you know what the A stands for? What's that? Either AJ or Adriana. <laughs> oh, okay, do you know what the M stands for? Mash. <laughs> melfi <laughs> So we went S H A M. That's the that, order we went into spell <laughs> mash. Because that's the order I thought of them in. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I should specify that uh, clarify. That's the order I remembered them in. Right. Thank God, my fall didn't take that from me. Oof. I, this, was, yeah. this was a big Sorry. spill you took
1: yeah <laughs> this <laughs> a, this was a great fall <laughs> uh,
0: yes yeah it was i'm a, uh, a, here's my promise to the listener i'm gonna settle back right now okay i'm gonna i'm gonna hang back in the pocket a little bit more than i have hang
1: back in the pocket okay um go ahead so tell
0: I, do your do your uh your boring thing where you talk about the movie instead of <laughs> Instead no. of d- well, deciding I'm, what characters from The Sopranos, the word mash stands for. No,
1: no, I'm not going to sopranos Con. My only take on the Martin Scorsese thing is um, I don't care. Um, the only thing that I think is really funny is um, Francis Ford Coppola had to throw his two cents in. Like,
0: <laughs> and no one cared?
1: Yeah, and like three weeks later, after Martin Scorsese already got all this heat, like, Coppola's like, yeah, I don't like the Marvel movies either. They're, they're <laughs> stupid. is
0: Coppola, like, I don't like those DC movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're okay. too dark.
0: That's weirdly... This is not a, a great comparison, but for some reason it feels very similar to me to the time that Morgan Spurlock tried to Me Too himself. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just... Yeah. Why are you doing it?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like in a in a much different way Francis Ford Coppola is saying me too. Um
0: <laughs> his is more like me too. Yeah yeah,
1: he just wants the attention. <laughs> but um yeah, I just I, I think that's so funny. Like Coppola uh I I you know, I haven't been interested in anything that Francis Ford Coppola has done since uh, probably the movie Jack with uh Robin. Oh Williams. yeah, Jack, starring Robin Williams, the movie, yeah, yeah. The movie
0: about the boy who ages uh, four times as fast as a normal person.
1: Right, and he he recently put out a a third cut of Apocalypse Now. Oh, I thought I well, were gonna
0: say Jack. <laughs> Feel like I really got it with uh, Jack Redux.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Redux. <laughs> yeah, there was the original uh, Apocalypse Now. Then they the Redux came out with an extra. I, almost hours worth of footage or something. Yeah. Um. Which I'm on board. And then this new version it cut, trims that that new footage down by a significant amount. What a treat! It lands somewhere in the middle of the original and the Redux.
0: That's bizarre. That's it really is bizarre. weird. Yeah. Oh my um, God. Hey, so... fr- hey, Frank. Stick to wine. <laughs> Who's with <laughs> me?
1: Yeah. Um, so that's that's my take on that. Um, speaking of, I don't know, fucking baby boomers, um, the 60s, Vietnam, ba-dum, ba-dum, uh,
0: let's ba-dum. talk eleven twenty two sixty three. 63. Okay, 1122, 1122 uh, 63. Yep. There was a riot on the street. Tell me where were thee? <laughs> where were they? I I am not going to play this game. What? What, what game? game? I'm what? not playing it. Game. What game? I just I just want to talk about the movie. No, I'm not I'm not playing the game. Eleven twenty six. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. I was about to. I got too deep into Sublime. <laughs> That is actually and that, what happened, unfortunately. And you,
1: you you have the wrong date as the title of the song.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um whatever. I hit my head in the tub. You did.
1: <laughs> um so eleven twenty two sixty three, uh starring James Franco, um who else? Chris Cooper, uh Sarah Gayden.
0: Yeah. I... Ga-, Ga-, Ga I don't know either of those
1: yeah um she, who's been in she's been in some recent cronenberg movies the latter-day cronenberg is that right stuff. yeah yeah modern-day cronenberg yeah how's that stride
0: that's
1: okay <laughs> mean, mean um was that mean mean, mean stride mean, yeah yeah
0: josh uh, duhamel <laughs> yeah He's josh, yeah
1: yeah Um, surprisingly, uh, I found this out about Josh Duhamel, not Timothy Oliphant.
0: No, he's a, he is a cut rate Oliphant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No disrespect. Uh, He was like fine in this, but could you imagine if they'd an Oliphant in this thing? Yeah. I, I
1: actually, I thought the Josh Duhamel character was, uh, you know, appropriately like mean and uh scary you know
0: yeah and he's also just like clearly a very big person which yeah he, he's helps. like
1: six four or something yeah. jesus he, christ he's
0: just a he, he's a fucking tall drink of water that one
1: or franco is five four or something
0: hey i'm sorry that's my franco apologizing to dumel
1: oh dumel is six four how about that
0: nice you know you know him when you see him
1: yeah Oh, man, I should just be that guy at the carnival that fucking guesses everybody's <laughs>
0: height. Make everyone stand in front of a uh, professional film camera. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: who else? Um, or make them
0: stand next to James Franco. Uh,
1: right. <laughs> I need you. I need Frank. <laughs> uh, Daniel... And everyone's like, do I have to? <laughs> yeah, you do. Uh, Daniel Weber plays Lee Harvey Oswald.
0: Um, whose accent? I I don't know much. Don't know much about Lee Harvey.
1: <laughs> don't know much about Lee Harvey, Harvey.
0: I my promise to the listener to stay in the pocket <laughs> is tearing me apart, but I'm doing my best. Um, I had to I I looked him up because I was listening to him speak. I was like, where the fuck's this guy supposed to be from? I
1: also looked up footage of the real Lee Harvey Oswald speaking.
0: <laughs> is that what he sounds like?
1: It's pretty, I mean, it's like a more actor-to-up version, but it, he did have kind of a fucking weird voice.
0: Yeah, I I was like, I guess that's what people from Baton Rouge sound like and not the crude French accent I do when I'm... No, ba- Baton Rouge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: uh, anyway how, okay, without looking it up, how old do you think Lee Harvey Oswald
0: was when he died? Unfortunately, I did look it up. Oh,
1: you already looked it up. okay. yeah.
0: so i I mean, not just now, but I remember being struck by how young he was, especially because he, like everyone from that time, looks much older than he was
1: right. I mean, like i i I guess I knew that he was on the younger side in my head, but, seeing pictures of him and stuff like that i just assumed he was in his mid-30s
0: we should never say how old we should only here's the thing if you want to find out how old lee harvey oswald is you have to subscribe to the patreon that's right yes
1: we're we're keeping that one close to the vest.
0: <laughs> uh feels good who's else um, who else who's else <laughs> who's else in this who's else in this one <laughs>
1: um that's it pretty much uh who else the that's uh, okay. kevin j o'connor plays the yellow card man who uh,
0: uh not to be confused with uh kim in post can we edit in the name of the violin player the fiddler the player
1: from yellow card fiddler
0: <laughs> yeah he's a fiddler he's f- <laughs> alright
1: That's, that's I, I only refer to him as the fiddler player <laughs> the fiddler of <laughs>
0: You no know the card. fiddler from the Trans Siberian Orchestra? <laughs> uh, uh, Christian Brun. Who's that? He's from uh he's on that show um fucking Orphan Black. Oh yeah? Yeah, I've never seen it, but he uh he's this is lame. Uh, he guests on Comedy Comedy Bang Bang with uh, Tatiana Maslani. Ah. Yeah so um check that show out. Oh yes, this guy he um, he dressed up as a Nike swoosh one time. That's what he, I remember.
1: <laughs> he was in the uh, that movie Ready or Not that I just saw uh, that just came out this past year.
0: Which one's that?
1: It's the one where the incredibly rich family um, hunts down like uh, their son gets married and the, they they play like some game where they have to hunt the bride and. Uh, the bride, the woman who plays the bride is, I'm gonna, I have to say her name, otherwise I'm a bad person. Hold on. Uh, Samara Weaving, um, who looks unbelievably like uh, Margot Roby.
0: How'd you say her last name? Roby. Oh, is that right? I've heard it always. Oh, uh, that's fine. I uh, I thought I was learning something. Maybe I am. You are. Okay. <laughs> It hurts to hear, but okay. Um, um, enough about the cast. No, this no, we're... no, 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 no! Please, <laughs> please keep going. Can I give you my elevator pitch for Ready or Not? Okay. It's like the most dangerous game meets Guess Who's Coming to Dinner.
1: Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Thank it's actually, you. <laughs> it's actually a a very fun movie. Um, pretty like fairly low budget. Yeah. Um, just kind of like here's the concept. And the next, like, hour and a half, you know, it's like a tight 95 minutes, are just going to be that. And, you know, just kind of have fun with it. And it's a lot of fun. Huh. I I give that one uh, five five Margot (laughs) Robies.
0: Okay. Out of how many? Uh, Four. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I... (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm sorry to interrupt your drinking. No, no, it's fine. Everybody okay. else does it. <laughs> anyway, who else is in this movie? Who that, else? No, who else? Talking about uh, Kevin Dennis as Man Number One. Yeah,
1: Gil Bellows as oh. FBI Agent James Hosty.
0: Oh no, I do want to mention Julian Dazzotti as Man Number Two. <sighs> sorry. I, I thought know, we you were going to stay in the
1: pocket here. I'm Come in on. the
0: pocket. I'm in the pocket. I'm in the groove.
1: All right. Um, right. I'm Bernard so,
0: Purdy over here, baby.
1: So, all right. Well, right off the bat, guys, this uh, this is a mini series, right? Uh, streamed. It was uh, straight to Hulu. Um, Hulu original, I guess. And it's approximately eight hours long. Seven and a half hours long, something like that. Uh, and... We're oh not going to be talking about all of it right now.
0: We um, should bleep that. What's that? That burp. We should bleep that.
1: Yeah, I'll bleep it. Okay, I got that. Back in the pocket. Um. So yeah, we're going to be doing a. This is a two-parter. All right. Um, we're going to be handling the first four episodes, and I'll leave you off a little cliffhanger. What happens? <laughs> Dan, what is eleven twenty two sixty three? What does what significance
0: does that date have? Um, I was trying to tell you in the form of a song earlier, but you were not interested. Uh, don't in know head.
1: much about the Harvey.
0: Harvey. <laughs> no, not that song. Oh. The Which one? the one where I said I did know much about something. Eleven twenty two, nineteen sixty three. There was a shooting on the knoll tell me where were Thee. <laughs> oh.
1: Um, I was just, uh, I wasn't there, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> Where were worthy. Uh, I was,
0: uh, I was in, uh, I was in Maine, Lisbon, mm. Maine. hmm Eating old meat at the diner. That's right. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into it. I, so, that's,
1: so, uh, the, the, this show this uh, jump
0: go ahead rob just jump right in (laughs) (laughs) sorry
1: you son of a bitch
0: i know that was a son of a bitch thing to do i'm really (laughs) sorry actually (laughs)
1: um so the the show is eight hours long or whatever but it Uh. fucking breathes like it is uh it it's not like a super fast-paced show i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i am enjoying the show i think uh I think I was I'll James, say I was
0: really worried with the pilot. It has since picked up.
1: Yeah. yeah. The pilot is definitely uh, it's not it's not the best. It's like, no, the, it, basically the whole first episode is, um, you know, it's whatever. It's James Franco
0: acting incredulous.
1: Yeah, it's 2016. Uh, James Franco gets a divorce from his wife. He's an English teacher. And he goes to, he eats at this diner all the time where Chris Cooper is the owner. And uh, Chris Cooper serves him a hamburger while he's signing his divorce papers. um, Comes back out of the kitchen and he's significantly older and looks like shit. And he's like hacking up a lung and he's like, I got cancer. He's like, how'd you get cancer in five minutes? And then he shows James Franco um, this portal. He calls it a rabbit hole. In the back of a closet. That if if you keep walking through the closet, um, you'll get to uh, a rabbit hole that takes you to um, 1960. I don't know. I forget the date. Um, Uh, I don't. April 26th. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Okay. Um. So, the whole first episode is Chris Cooper says I go back. I tried to go back in time and stop the Kennedy assassination it would have changed everything in this country and I'm too sick now and you got to do it. And the episode ends with him, uh, Chris Cooper dying, but James Franco agreeing to do it. And then he goes through the portal and he now he's just in 1960 done. That's it.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. No, just to clarify what I meant by old meat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please. please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And Do do we want to leave that dangling?
1: <laughs> oh, By old meat, Dan means...
0: Oh, by uh, old meat. Explain what you meant.
1: Dan, uh, Chris Cooper would go back in time and buy uh, all of his hamburger meat in 1960 and then bring it back to the present day because it was so much cheaper back then.
0: Mm, time-traveling hamburger, man. Yeah. Um, THM.
1: So uh, yeah, James I, James Franco was set out on this mission to uh stop the president's assassination. Right?
0: Yeah, armed with nothing but a um a book with a bunch of uh sports events outcomes written in them. Yeah, it's, so a, that it's he a, can...
1: your classic back to the future situation.
0: Yeah, I did think that was pretty bold. Like there I guess there's no reason not to recycle it cuz it is like I don't know. It's a fairly obvious idea, so I don't see you know what I'm walking back what I just said. <laughs> back <laughs> yeah, back in I, the pocket I, I go.
1: I, I think that um it, it's if you're not gonna come up with something incredibly like complicated that you just like, all right, he gets money through sports betting, that's fine, moving on, you know. Um Yes. We, we don't want to fixate on how he gets money. We want to fixate on uh, Kennedy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. But um, almost immediately, the sports betting thing does come back to bite him in his uh, little Franco ass. <laughs> yeah.
1: He uh, he places a bet for like $100, um, which is a lot with, of money with in 1960.
0: With 30, like 36 to 1 odds or something. Right. Because he bets not just on the winner of a boxing match, but also like how the match would end and in what round.
1: Right, exactly. Um, so, so he he wins, and the bookie is not happy that he has to pay this out. And, um, and he gets uh, the one guy, one of his flunkies goes after Franco. Franco uh, distracts him with a, a funny video
0: of uh, uh bird dancing. <laughs> oh, God. Whoa. Oof. Oh, no. You're Levening. <laughs> Is it a full moon? We sh- oh, oh, you broke my damn watch? oh, no. Uh, for the listener, <laughs> Rob was uh, recently gummed by a were-Levine. <laughs> so now every full moon, Rob turns into a Ted Levine-like creature.
1: There are you. Broke my damn watch.
0: Oh, God. He's going to be stuck like this for the rest of the episode? Yeah. Um, All right. So um, I guess. uh... um, I might. (laughs) The hand of glory. (laughs) For just a moment, I thought I could hear Rob's impish laugh. All right. I guess. uh... No. Oh, it sounds like a scrotum laughing. All right. All right, I guess I'll be picking up some slack here. Anyway, so uh, James Franco, yeah, he uh, he he distracts the guy with a funny video on his cell phone. <laughs> yeah, the guy um, is under, you know, he's never seen a cell phone. It's the '60s, right?
1: He he sees the the bird coming towards the screen, and he immediately runs out of the theater. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's correct.
0: <laughs> Got to get one of those in. <laughs> um. <coughs>
1: No, I this the the whole like I don't know the whole setup here is they they try to get uh Franco. I think at at one point he's in he goes down to Dallas, right? The devil went down to Dallas. Um Devil being Franco and he goes to the, the square uh, where Kennedy is assassinated. He's like looking at things. He's reviewing the files. He meets a, a very pretty young lady played by that, uh, Sarah Gaden. Um, and then uh, like he gets busted at the democratic national convention or something. Um, and he's like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. Um, but on his way back to Lisbon, Maine, where the rabbit hole is, where he's going to go back to his, his own time. Um, He's gonna stop off. One of the one of the students um, in his night class is a janitor. This is older guy. He's in his sixties, and he tells a story about how his father killed his mother and two siblings with a hammer, um, and how it really fucked him up. And uh, uh, Franco is like, maybe I'll do one good thing before I go. So the next, like, it's like two and a half episodes are just based around
0: that. Yeah, I was kinda of surprised by how long that took. Right?
1: Like I a little didn't side quest.
0: It. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a side quest. I didn't particularly hate it. No, I didn't hate it at all. Um like I
1: said, I I I'm honestly I am enjoying this. I think Franco is goddamn, unbearable.
0: I don't understand what stars aligned in the early twenty tens that Everyone thought James Franco was a good actor.
1: No, I don't know. Because there was uh, a minute, right? Yeah. No. Well, there, what
0: was it? Was that Harmony? Was it Spring Breakers he was in?
1: Yeah, he was in Spring Breakers. And um, people yeah, that like was that weird.
0: That yeah. Have you like seen that? Spring Breakers? I have not.
1: I have it's. Not. <sighs> I don't know. I can't recommend it to anybody. It's fine for what it is. I I'm not a huge Harmony Corinne fan anyway. It's like fucking. I don't know. It's, it's
0: fucking troll culture he's just trolling the yeah. fucking audience you know um yeah that's like what was the beach bum or whatever i was not crazy about beach bum but everyone was like i haven't seen it yet is it the no, beach, beach bum okay. it's like okay um i think it's maybe just not for me so much cuz i don't feel like i didn't get it i just didn't think it was great however martin lawrence is in it and he is very funny for about five minutes. For the well, five minutes he's on screen, yeah. I like that. It fucking ruled seeing Martin Lawrence. When was the last time you saw him? Uh, like,
1: Bad Boys 2, uh, like 15 a, years ago.
0: A classic turn yeah. for him in that one. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Franco, to me, we were talking about this uh, before. Did, have you thought of uh, who you would cast in in place of Franco?
0: Uh, it sucks because you threw out the best possible suggestion before I can make a worse one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My, I, I suggested uh, Dan Stevens from Legion, who is, oh man, I, Dan Stevens. Honestly, you should be in everything. I, I agree. I, I That's a guy so who good. does
0: not get his due.
1: Yeah, that that show Legion is. I, I still haven't finished season three, but it is out of control. So <laughs> good, and. Yes. Uh, and he is so good in it. Uh, my God. Everybody's so fucking good in it, but.
0: Oh man, everyone getting cubed. Yeah. Don't <laughs> care for that. Very upsetting. Um, yeah. Do you know that was improvised?
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah. They, uh, they kind of riffed that one.
1: Oh, that's fun. hmm
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think James Franco fucking drags this thing into the mud.
1: Yeah, he's just a bummer.
0: He's a fucking bummer, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, An so, abs- yeah. It's not
0: even like he's charismatic and bad. Right. He's just a a wet blanket.
1: Yeah, no, it, that's the thing. It's just like, I, I don't know. I don't, like you said, Like I don't know why people gave him so much fucking rope, you know? This is he's
0: he I, taught a film class. He taught a class on directing. Yeah.
1: Franco, that's did crazy. You, um, did you see that he's in a movie? Um, I don't know if, if he directed it or. Hold on. I have to find out what it is, because it, once you see what his character looks like, you're going to be like, well, that looks like this other character that I know very well.
0: <laughs> um, is he going to look like Frasier? <laughs>
1: yeah, he he's a Frasier. <laughs>
0: Um, Zeroville.
1: That's what it is. Zero yeah, it is. It, it's directed by Franco. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, great. <laughs> if that is up, not
0: a good title for a movie by someone bad.
1: No, it's not. Um, if you look up pictures of James James Franco from Zeroville, he looks exactly
0: like, like Charlie Tom, Bronson.
1: Yeah, Tom, yeah, he Tom, does. Tom Hardy from Bronson. <laughs> like that's. Hard- the hell? What are you doing?
0: <laughs> I I don't get it. Dude, uh, I'm reading the summary of this thing. This this isn't good. It's not good. No, it's got I <laughs> um it's got a point five out of four from uh Roger Ebert.com, I'm guessing. Right, not him. Nothing. No, <laughs> no. May he rest. Um, yeah, no, things are not looking good for Zeroville. Mm. Uh I'm going to read. Can I read the synopsis? It makes me sick to my stomach. Spread that. Spread that around. (laughs) With two tattoos of Montgomery Clift and Elizabeth Taylor on his shaved head. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry. Uh, Viker rides a bus into Hollywood and soon (laughs) makes an impression on a beautiful actress. Thus beginning a dreamlike journey through the film business of the 1970s. <coughs> Ugh. Terrible. I hate it. That is so annoying. He's just This is what happens to child stars is they don't get the chance to get all of their bad creative energy out during film school. They take it out on the general public. Yeah. That sucks. It sucks. It oh, sucks. God. Anyway he's he's who we're gonna be talking about for the next two episodes right so we better make our peace so, so let's let's each say one thing we like about James Franco uh
1: I liked freaks and geeks mm.
0: I like that he looks like like he'd be a messy eater
1: <laughs> I like his square head. <laughs> His, his perfect cube of a head.
0: <laughs> I liked that he was in Spider-Man.
1: Oh. Like uh, because. Spider-Man 2.
0: Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I liked him in Spider-Man 33 and a third. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay, so he, yeah, 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 Fucking long yeah, movie. Yeah, for here. sure, for sure, for sure. So he goes <laughs> and he kills his student's dad. He does. Um
1: the, there's two and a half episodes of him hanging out in Kentucky. Um he meets uh, Josh Jumel who plays uh the father of this uh family. He's who one is... of your Go ahead.
0: Okay, go ahead. No, no, you go. He's a greaser.
1: He is a greaser. He's an evil greaser. <laughs> he is an evil greaser. He's Ugh. a he's a grease daddy. Um <laughs> he's a, a real He is
0: raising a Grease brood. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, he owns a slaughterhouse, um, or he own, He works at. He's a he, butcher, and he just a, has yes. access to the slaughterhouse. That's yes. what it is. Um, so, and he's just. He's got a mean fucking disposition, and he's just a shithead all around. Oh yeah, and um, beats his his wife. Him and his wife are separated, um, but when uh, when James Franco initially meets him in the bar, um, the bartender uh, sort of like. He's like, "What? What do you want with this guy?" And whatever. Come to find out later that the bartender, Bill, um, his sister was married to uh, this grease daddy, and uh, she died twelve years ago. And he believes that uh, the Josh Duhamel's character killed her. Um. So, whatever Franco, through a series of events and which we won't describe yeah i mean it's just it. it's it's kind it is, of like it's just,
0: just kind of sorry go ahead no it just
1: sets up like um i don't know it's it it builds tension and whatever like yeah you know he's trying to get the the wife and the kids out of the house um it doesn't work
0: that kind of stuff um it's I do basically wanna... just like oh sorry i was sorry no sorry. no i was just gonna say this whole thing is james franco's sort of like staying a really bad liar and not thinking through any of his decisions before he makes them right yes exactly yeah so he just sort of like takes every opportunity to make himself uh suspicious and implicated in things he shouldn't be around for right uh, the sweepstakes thing is that yeah it? yeah yep, yeah, the so, yep. yeah so he um, he shows up at uh, the the wife's house uh, Josh Mill's wife's house. And tells her that, like, she won a sweepstakes, uh, and that she and the kids get to go to, like, the big fucking carnival or whatever, like, the big autumn festival, uh, which will put them out of the house on the night of the murder so that he can't murder them. Right. Right? That's the plan? That is, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, so, Josh Dumel immediately finds out about it. Right. And, uh... uh just like, you know, threatens James Franco. Yeah, he kicks
1: that. his ass a little bit. Um <laughs> I the, there are some fun bits. It's it's like Mad Men where uh like James Franco's in the past and like things are just totally different. Like he, he goes to a gun store and he's like, I want to buy that gun. And she's like, I can't sell you that. It's it's nine o'clock. You you obviously have bad intentions. And he's like, I'll give you forty dollars. She's like, well, now I'm definitely not doing it. And he's like, you're not gonna sell me this gun. And she's like, I'm just fucking with you. I'm gonna sell you the gun. <laughs> she,
0: her exact line is, I, I'll sell you five guns if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that made me laugh. It, it was yeah, a great that line.
1: That was, was pretty funny. Yeah. So. Um. But there, there are a ton of times where, like, um, like Franco, like, doesn't, doesn't get arrested or doesn't, you know, is allowed to. Like pass through places with undetected because people are just like ah he's just like a like a white guy, he's fine.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, I did you- want to bring a uh, shout out some King alums though.
0: Oh please.
1: Um, the uh where when uh, when Franco was in Kentucky he stays at a uh at, uh a couple's house like they have like a a room available to rent. Um, the couple. Is uh, is played by, let's see, Michael O'Neill and Annette O'Toole. And Michael O'Neill plays um, uh, one of the military officers in Dreamcatcher, and oh. Annette O'Toole uh, is in the it miniseries from the '90s. Uh, she plays Bev. No kidding.
0: Yeah, that's fun. That is fun. That's yeah. a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. I um, did you? So hold on. I'm impressed because mm-hmm. you just immediately identified Michael O'Neill as having been a military officer in Dreamcatcher.
1: I did not immediately, but I did recognize his face, so I whenever there's there's like some sort of character that's significant in the movies or if I like kind of if I feel like I recognize him, I'll usually go back through their IMDb and see if there's uh some sort of connection there, even so,
0: I didn't bat an eye at that guy, yeah. Wow, you have a gift. Yeah. You know what else he was in though? What's that? It's Dallas Buyers Club starring uh, Jared Leto. Oh our, our finest method actor. Our finest Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <this sucks. laughs> the Joker should have the tattoo on his head should have said Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um what so now um so okay. Uh, Josh Duhamel has been killed. Um, uh, James Franco, he um, he drives out to uh, drives out to a bridge. I don't. He's gonna like. What is he gonna? Is he gonna throw away something? I don't know. Throw something off the bridge. Um, but the bartender Bill pulls a gun on him, and he comes out of like nowhere. And he's like, "Who are you?" And you know, whatever. So. Franco explains to Bill what he's doing. He's like, I'm from the future. And he's like, bullshit. And he's like, no, I really am. And he kind of proves it a couple times. And so Bill's like, he goes along with this plan. He's like, so now they're like, all right, fine. We'll save the president. So now they go back down to Dallas. And now they're, they're living together. Uh, they're saying that they're brothers. And Bill is going to help James Franco do, uh, you know, complete his mission of saving the president.
0: We got a sidekick.
1: We got a sidekick,
0: folks. But, we got a sidekick and a and a silly one at that. Yeah. Um,
1: one of the things, though, is this is 1960, and the president won't be assassinated for three years, so they got a lot of like time to kill. Uh, so uh, you know, James Franco gets a job. Um, he meets uh, while he's working as an English teacher in this small town. Um at that's outside of Dallas he again uh the <laughs> character played by Sarah Gadon um pops into the, the picture here
0: yeah. she deserves better than james Franco there she i said it i said no, it you're you're right, you're right um did this so yeah they it I don't know this whole thing was weird, and I don't know. Oh god, I gotta gather my thoughts. I've been in the pocket so long.
1: <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: um. First of all, no, their whole like romantic relationship feels very weird and unearned to me. Yeah, I do you think feel like it? It went zero to sixty very quickly.
1: I think it did go very quickly. I think though that you know they're both um d- divorces, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I could give it, some, I, you know, cut it some slack because it's 1960 and uh, she looks like she's like 23 or four years old, but a little uh, old
0: for Franco. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's, did you see? So, okay. There, there are a couple things I was going to make another joke and just say the, the shit eating smirk on his face on his first day of teaching class as he's walking down the halls, Ugh. just looking at all his girlfriends. <laughs> He's sorry, he's a disgusting man. He is a disgusting um, man. what else was he gonna say? Um mm, never mind, Rob. I'm going back in the pocket. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's me getting sucked into the pocket.
1: Um no, I I agree though. I think they the the romance is a little like it, it moves very fast, but I think it is because um you know, they're both young ish. But want to get on with their lives, especially, um, you know, Sarah Gaines' character, uh, Sadie.
0: Um, I think the other thing to remember... Rob, this is Dan.
1: Oh, no. Where are you calling me from? Rob, Rob, I'm in... The pocket?
0: Yes, I'm in the pocket. (laughs) Oh, geez. Anyway, I was going to say... (laughs) I talk different in here, don't I? No, no. I was going to say the other thing to keep in remembering huh <laughs> the other thing to keep in mind is that all of this is happening like you said over the span of three years so while it may be presented as truncated it may not be happening as quickly in the timeline of the show as it feels
1: that that's that's true pocket dan um
0: <laughs> pocket dan
1: <laughs> pocket dan
0: <laughs> burning and <it's> <on>. Taking all the movies seriously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey. Um I'm, no, I'm out of the pocket for a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. Um
0: oh, well I wouldn't say I'm back, I'd say I'm away from my new home in the pocket. <laughs> the pocket. You know what I did appreciate about the show so far, at least? What? They don't lay it on too thick with like the james franco slipping and saying things that are from the future and then people are like what are you talking about
1: i know it only happens
0: a couple times
1: there there are some similarities between this and uh like back to the future like we were saying like
0: the sports gambling thing but there isn't a moment where he's like and your kids are gonna love it you know right (laughs) (laughs) weirdly the thing that he does it with which like i don't know is this a testament to the writing of this show he at a certain point he's like staying in a hotel room with Bill, right? Mm-hmm. Bill? Yeah. Um, and he says, Oh man, what I wouldn't give for a mini bar right now. And, yeah, and he goes, like, Oh what? <laughs> what's a mini bar? Yeah, <laughs> forget <laughs> the, it. I guess the more annoying one is when he talks about he like plays a Beatles song on the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his new uh girlfriend, his new ghost of girlfriend past is uh she's like, Oh, what's that? Did you write it? And he's like, yeah, me and my friends, my John, mate. Paul, George, and Ringo. He says, me and my mates. And oh, that's like right. your mates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's like that movie Yesterday. You know,
0: it is like that movie Yesterday.
1: Um, so, it, while um, while Franco is being an English teacher and starting up this romance with Sadie, um, and Bill he has
0: Bill is locked in a room. <laughs>
1: Basically, yeah. Um, Bill has been locked. Like, he's, he stays home most of the time. And then they um, they start tracking Lee Harvey Oswald, who comes back from Russia after he defected. And I love that when he comes back, he's talking to his mom. He's like, where are all the reporters? And she's like, why would there be reporters? And he's like, the first Marine that ever defected to Russia. And she's like, no, that nobody cares. <laughs> Shut up. Like, nobody gives a fuck. Like... Uh, his whole I don't know I feel like there are a lot of people like that now like no my opinion really matters and but 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 fucking shut up you're not you are not a special person and
0: nobody cares about your bad opinions if so people always talk about how the past was better but (laughs) in my estimation now we actually respect the troops oh all right you know he didn't get no respect for defecting that's
1: true um yeah. So what do we got here? Um Sadie uh Sadie actually is still married to her ex-husband. This is <laughs> this yeah. this bit is Oh, a lot you of you know I can
0: Look, I can't stay in the pocket for this one.
1: No, no, you got you got to come out of the pocket for this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I'm so far out of the pocket right now. Okay. So they franco and
1: uh, sadie have a romance going on right it's pretty it's going well i would say um then out of nowhere her husband who they are separated but they're not officially divorced the papers aren't signed um he comes back into the picture and basically demands that she come back to him right and what do we learn about him dan go
0: okay so everybody buckle up because it's not what you think
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's no way it's what you think
0: it's a very 60s sort of like Ernest hemingway sort of plot line for a person to have yep so sadie's husband okay Mm -hmm. um you know she's talking about like when they started dating you know he seemed really charming or whatever and on their wedding night she said he seemed sort of like cold and aloof and he was like distant yeah um and now you're probably thinking oh all right this is a classic case of gay in the 60s
1: right which is what i was expecting her to say
0: okay well that's what
1: they were that I, that's what they were doing a little misdirection there
0: well, they were. They were doing several misdirections. Because then, uh, speaking of misdirections, yep. um, what do you think of that one? You like that? Yeah, that's good. So then uh, she says that he told her to close her eyes, and he took her hand and put it down the front of his pants, mm-hmm. and she felt his, these are her words, not mine, clothes pin. That's right. He got a little tiny dick. Is no, a... wait, what? No. Oh,
1: wait, do you? That's not what she meant. Wait, what did she mean? She meant she felt an actual clothespin.
0: What? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, now this is scary. What? Okay, yeah. So I honestly, that sent like a cold sweat down me because I don't <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> okay.
1: Um. Because I, I also I had to do a little digging into this. Um. So the because what she says is that um she she touches him and that she screams because he he has a clothespin right um and then he it, 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 she doesn't say that he rapes her but that's that's implied that is she, what it, yeah she, you know she, is that like she is like he forces himself on her and um you know it's like more violent than anything um so it, he what he yeah, it's an actual like clothespin, like not a safety pin, like a metal one, but like you you would hang up laundry, like the wooden
0: a wooden yeah, yeah, clothespin.
1: But like one of the old school ones, not one of the ones with the springs. You know, like the ones that um uh, like they just cartoons. like slide over the yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: over the rope exactly. Okay, but still, I don't understand.
1: So, <laughs> um, in 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 looking into this, um, in the book which we. Cannot we, talk about. It right?
0: simply mustn't happen. If we, you talk about it, I'm going in the pocket. I swear
1: to God. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. All right. But in the book, um,
0: I got one hand in my pocket right now, just so you know. And the other one shaking a fucking tin can. Watch yeah. yourself. It
1: was giving a peace sign, right?
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So tell me um, before I get any more scared than I am. <laughs>
1: okay, uh, I'm
0: really scared. I don't know what this means. <laughs>
1: no, when he was a, a little when he was a little boy, his mother would put a clothespin on his penis because to stop him from having like impure thoughts. It's like like puritanical like fucking repressed, crazy, you know mom shit. Um, and that's so growing up, this guy just fucking got into it and that became like his thing. And, oh, he was
0: the clothespin guy. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, he's the clothespin guy. Um,
0: That's less scary than I was expecting.
1: Right. So Sadie explains this to uh, James Franco. James Franco. He goes. Um, they they. Um, what like a, what is it? A bungalow. They go to a bungalow. They spend the night together. Um, uh, well,
0: this happens before the that reveal. Oh yeah I'm sorry so they
1: spend the night together Then they
0: see there are some pictures that Were taken of them Um, They don't know who took the pictures They get slid under the door in an envelope Franco of course he you know Next time he sees Bill he's like it's the CIA Right We're we're getting close and they don't like it (laughs) Right For for that not to be the case I thought was pretty funny Yeah there's a
1: bunch of that shit in here Where it's like oh it's the FBI Or the CIA and the whole time it's not them Yeah Um, so, Franco. Yeah, the
0: is FBI, like, CIA di- is not expecting a time traveler.
1: <laughs> right. Um, so, Franco, he tracks down. Um, what is that guy, George? Um, he's following him around. Um, he can't really, whatever. He sees him. He can't hear what they're saying. So, he's leaving. And Sadie's uh, husband pulls up in his car. And you could tell right off the bat that he's like.
0: He's, He's got right. a Percy Green Mile vibes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely like, oh, this guy is like the fucking nutcase. Um, very like, um, very like, put together. Like wears like a a very nice suit. You know, buttoned up and whatnot. Um, hair all in the right place,
0: but clearly like has like and clothespin psycho in eyes. the wrong place. That's <laughs> right. Can I say two things in my defense about that? Yeah. Uh, first of all, for Mm -hmm. him to fit a clothespin on that, it must have been about, it couldn't have been a big guy.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure you're, you're right.
0: Second thing I'd like to say in my defense is I'm glad my missed erection joke still works. No, it still works. It's it's great. (laughs) That thing's evergreen. It's a cockroach. You can't kill it. (laughs) Anyway, so you're saying. Um,
1: so let's see. Uh, Sadie goes over to uh, James Franco. James Franco has two houses. He has the one that he ha- lives with Bill, um, that's in Dallas, and then he has the one where in this small town. Um, so Sadie goes to meet him at the house in the small town. She comes over. She bakes him like a casserole or something. Um, this is the scene where uh, the hu- the ex husband is in the house and he's just like moving in the background and stuff. Was that him? i assume
0: i thought because no because that's after franco tells him off right and he like goes away right he signs the divorce papers yeah franco says if you try anything i'm gonna tell everyone about your your little your little clothespin act i i
1: assumed that that was him and um you know that franco's uh scare tactics did not work and this guy is going to take his revenge.
0: Oh, okay. All right. He's a bit more tenacious in your opinion. But, but I, yeah. I don't know, because like, I felt like they were... I, do you think it's just a misdirection? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't even mean it that way. But do you think it's a uh, misdirection? I, I don't know. Who did you think it was? I thought it was like CIA or just like a new problem. No. It's, it does th-
1: I don't think, I don't think the FBI or the CIA ever catch on to Franco.
0: Oh, that would be fun.
1: Yeah, I I don't like, know because he think,
0: wasn't. This guy was wearing a hat.
1: He, well, so is uh, I'm going to call him Percy, but that's not his we real can name. Call him Poisy. That's fine. Poisy. Poisy <laughs> um, had a hat
0: on also when he was talking to Franco. Um, oh, I thought. Uh, I, I, oh, I, oh, when you said his hair was in all the right places, you meant just under a hat. The, right, yeah, um, and and on his uh, groin, and right, his pubis, his Mons, <laughs> right. Oh, week two of a Mons. <laughs> Men uh, deserve a Mons. <laughs> Men's Mons.
1: Yeah. Um. So, uh, Sadie, uh, she walks down to the basement and she finds a like a tape recording of it's Lee Harvey Oswald and his wife. Uh, fucking yeah they're having sex but they're speaking in russian to each other so sadie's like what the fuck is this (laughs) um and franco like is like no it's not what you think they're actors and she's like you're lying to me um so they have a big fight and she like leaves and she's like don't ever talk to me again right um meanwhile bill um is starting to like sort of have a relationship going with lee harvey oswald's wife
0: Yes, Lee Um, Harvey Oswald is like abusive, and right. Bill is nice to her, and that's all it takes in a show like this. Yeah, that's
1: I mean, it's pretty, pretty much all it takes. Um, they like share cigarettes and the steps and like chat and stuff like that. So you know that that's gonna be coming into play at a later point. Yeah, Um, they're both
0: bad at what they're doing because they're. They can't stop trolling for poon. You're right. Yeah, yeah neither like of them should be getting into a relationship, especially future men, but neither of them
1: right um, is this to is this I, I can't remember because I am I have I'm a couple episodes ahead. Do Lee Harvey Oswald and Bill meet in episode four uh, in the stairs no, there?
0: Oh, I don't think so. okay. I don't well, think so. Uh, we're also treated though in I believe episode 4 to Lee Harvey Oswald taking that picture of himself holding the rifle and the uh... yeah 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 oh we kind of glanced over like all the sort of like the nods the well the nods and also just like the the actual plot points of him pursuing Lee Harvey Oswald because like he has an objective at this point like he's not just like tailing you know if it were as simple as just like finding him. I think they even say that they're like, if it were as simple as just finding him and shooting him, they would have done that already, but they're not sure that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone.
1: Yeah. So Chris Cooper, uh, along with all the sports betting in that notebook, he gave him a file with everything, all the information that he gathered. Right. So he's got dates and, uh, meetings between people. Um, this guy, George, who is Lee Harvey Oswald's handler. Um, uh, he meets with like some CIA guys um, on a certain date. So he Franco is trying to put together this puzzle of like, okay, here's Lee Harvey Oswald. We know obviously from the future. We know that he's connected to the Kennedy assassination. Did he act alone? Um, was this some sort of conspiracy? Um, he's trying to track that all down. Um, there's another character, General Walker, who. I mean, it's a real person that Lee Harvey Oswald took a shot at. Um, you know, it's like a year or so before trying to assassinate Kennedy. Um, and they right. have to figure and
0: if- that's like that is I. that's like a real thing, surely. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. That's a real thing. Um, yeah. And I think that's like an interesting thing that I don't again, I don't know like a ton about sort of the conspiracy around the assassination or the theories around the assassination but um i didn't know that lee harvey oswald considered himself a marxist
1: yeah oh yeah well that's why he defected to to russia Russia, sure but i didn't
0: know i didn't know that about him even going into this Um, yeah yeah he
1: was a he was a communist um and that that, that was a big deal
0: that general walker fella uh is like uh He'd be right at home on an episode of Hard Right Turns. <laughs>
1: yeah, um, yeah, he's he's got you know some the clan backing him and all kinds of nasty people. Um, but that that's one yeah. of the things that like Franco and Bill deplorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, Franco and Bill are trying to figure it out like, well, if he tried to kill General Walker, uh, who is this like super conservative right wing? Um, you know uh whatever alt-right for like a better term guy um why would he then kill Kennedy who is has like the opposite ideologies um so all of these things they're like "Well, well we that's why we can't just kill him because we don't know if it's actually him um so and that's the Kind of how we're, we're left off in episode yeah. four, at least. Yeah, that's our that's our cliffhanger. Um, so I don't know from the start here. I kind of felt like, um, you know, is something going to happen where like James Franco is actually the guy that had to that fucking pulls the trigger and shoots Kennedy. So <laughs> here's like-
0: why I think that might be it, because they do a fake out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on a second. Sorry, there's a. I heard like someone yelling, and now I hear Bert barking. I'm just gonna check and yeah, yeah, check that out. All right, one second.
1: In the meantime, let's play a song from. Oh, there's Bert. No, that's Bert shaking himself. Great. Let's play a song from 1960.
0: 1960 top hits. Here we go. Sorry, I'm Aww. I'm back. Sorry, you can keep doing what you were doing. Also, I left the headphones around my microphone, so uh. <laughs> oh, so that'll be that, that'll be echoey. <laughs> yeah, that'll be sort of shoegazy. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah, I was just gonna play one of the hits, one of the top 100 hits from
0: 1961. Oh God. <clears throat> This is a tisket, a tasket.
1: Yeah, I mean, there we go. It sounds like shit. All
0: right. <laughs> it was a better time. It was a better Things time. Sound like shit.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that's one of the theories is that like Franco was gonna be the assassin. Maybe Bill. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, oh,
0: I was I was gonna say right, right before Bert kept barking. Yeah. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! Should, should I just power through this? <gasps> yeah, what's he barking at? There's someone yelling on the street. Oh, we'll tell that and, guy to shut up. No, look, I'm sure he has a good reason for just standing on the street and yelling. No, but um, no, <laughs> I, I the reason I think James Franco might end up pulling the trigger or something is because um, they sort of set up him killing Josh Dumel, like maybe it's going to be him in the house right because like yeah. you know like um Josh Dumel confronts James Franco he's like stay the fuck away from my wife or whatever mm-hmm. and in the short story that what's his name again Harry yeah Harry the in the short story that Harry wrote um he says that like he heard his mom say why do you have that? You shouldn't be here. And James Franco in that case would be showing up uninvited with a gun in his hand. Sure. So like in my mind, I was like, Oh no, is that what's going to happen here? It right. did not. So I feel like there's maybe still a, a chance to, I, I don't know if they're be teasing at something with that.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, also um, there is, there's another character who isn't, barely he's barely in these horror episodes but he's the yellow card man um and yeah when he's franco, more in like
0: the first episode right that guy Yep.
1: when franco first steps out of the portal into 1960 uh he this yellow card man is like basically right there to greet him and says you shouldn't be here right and he's like he franco just
0: plays him off as like somebody who's like fucking crazy and like leave me alone you know I, I'm sorry I'm just gonna Tend to that Real quick Cause you oh, will sure. not stop
1: In the meantime folks We're gonna Play a song From 1961 This is Last Night By the Marquis <laughs>
0: That fresh sound, man. <laughs> well, Bert's not going to be making any more noise. <laughs> oh no! Did you kill Bert? I did. I had to kill him. <laughs> did you assassinate him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, did. Have we talked about my time in Russia? No, oh no. <laughs> oh no, indeed. Um. Yes. What were we saying? There's another we're character. Ta- yeah,
1: talking about the yellow car man. Yellow he's car not. Man. Uh. I, I, I don't... He's not played up in these four episodes, but I do feel like he is some sort of, like... Um,
0: Adjustment Bureau?
1: Yeah. Like, what's it... Chris Cooper keeps saying that the past pushes back, right? And every time that James Franco tries to change something, um, like, you know, uh, something crazy will happen. Like, at one point, James Franco tries to call his father um, from a payphone, and as soon as he steps out of the payphone... A car crashes into it, you know, just like shit like that. Um, so I don't know. I feel like he's he has something to do with all like the the actual time aspect of it.
0: Yeah, he's he's probably a time cop.
1: Yeah. Um. Wait, what do you think? Yeah. No, I think he's a time cop. <laughs> I think he's a Van Dam. <laughs> um. All right. You want to do segments?
0: A bit of segments. All right. Let's do. Oh, that hurt my parts. Okay. Oh, that hurts my parts. Oh, that hurt my parts. Oh, that hurts my parts. <laughs> Damn what hurt your parts. Ooh, so much, Rob. <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh, don't make me say it. Why, you got something?
1: I mean, I didn't. I don't like Franco. We we talked. I about, know but...
0: that's what it, I was trying to think of, like something specific to say, but my brain is just like playing a montage of his tr- stupid face. Yeah, I, I
1: feel like he comes off smug, and I don't. I don't know. I think everything. It's hard because I do. I like this story. I I'm enjoying watching this miniseries. I thought it was gonna be a fucking slog to get through but i'm i'm breezing through it pretty quick
0: the premise also set it up to be more of like a love letter to boomers which i don't i didn't really get that so much i'm pretty relieved right you you playing all those songs is more of a love letter to boomers than this show well yeah i think our show king me is sort of a love letter to boomers (laughs) i love you mommy
1: (laughs) um yeah i mean Franco just kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, no, he's unbearable. I wish I had, I wish I had a better, uh, a better thing to say than that. But I think it's just he's such a big part of the show that it just kind of overrides everything else.
1: Yeah. Um. All right.
0: These are shining moments. <laughs> it, look, it can be. This is a good thing if if our parts are only hurt in sort of a. Um. What's the word? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know that one. Uh, oh, in yeah. a Franco way. In a
1: Franco. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do shining
0: Yeah, Danny. This is Danny. What do you what, a, what shine for you? Oh, are we both shy tonight? <laughs> you say. I don't want to. <laughs>
1: I, um, <laughs> excuse me. There, like I said, there's a lot that I'm enjoying about this. Um, uh, I have been enjoying the character. I think the character of Sadie, I really like that. I, you know, Stephen King always kind of has like one fucking like psychosexual weirdo, and I <laughs> like that it's, uh, this fucking Percy like creep. Mm. Um, what else you know, the the one thing that does kind of stick out when james franco it's episode two when franco is living with those people in, in them like whatever uh renting the room he's having dinner with them and the wife says something about how her husband um you know fought in world war ii and got it's not a purple heart i can't remember what medal it was it's
0: um, it's like a, a it's bravery like labor. Yeah. Right?
1: And then she's like, who wants coffee? And so she goes in the kitchen and she makes coffee. And then the husband is like, you know, how I got that fucking bravery
0: medal. He said, oh, well, I think the exact line is you want to know how I got these scars. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no. So also it's worth mentioning that James Franco lies and says that he was in Mash. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, as we all know, stands he for did. Melfi, AJ, Melfi. or Adriana. Right. Uh,
1: Sopranos.
0: No, no. The S stood for something else. Oh. Didn't
1: it? No. I meant It right. stood for Sopranos. We'll say
0: uh, Sal. Okay. Can be, or, no, not Sal. Sil. Sil. Silvia Dante. Silvia. And then the H stands for Hesh. Hesh. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. He said at one point. Oh, the he M could
0: also Hesh. stand for Massive Genius. Go on. No, what were you gonna say? Just trying to, trying to do, do the show. Segment. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Do do it. Could be fun.
1: <laughs> um, the, he, the old man. He tells a story about when he was in World War II He, he was fighting uh, against the Nazis, and he him he was dragging one of his wounded uh friends uh to safety and it was in the middle of the night and he found a uh like a german soldier sleeping so he dragged the soldier to the water and drowned him and uh when you know the kid like wakes up and you know he just he basically just killed him in cold blood um then the guy takes his friend to safety and that's when they award him the medal for bravery. Right. Um, and he, he tells a story in the most like haunted fucking way. Like I could still see the kid's eyes as they open up under the water and shit. Um, horrific stuff. Um, but I, I, I found it pretty, pretty compelling.
0: I was into it. Yes. Um, I agree. (laughs) <laughs> what was your shining moment, Dan? Oh, probably something stupid. <laughs> Knowing me, it was probably something fucking dumb. <laughs> Did uh, you even want me to say? it's well, probably,
1: Was it when uh, James Franco was eating the apple pie? He was like, oh, this is really good apple pie.
0: Yeah, I thought that was great. <laughs> That's what I thought was good, because I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> when a guy eats pie and I... And I see it, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Cause famously, my favorite part of Men in Black Two mm-hmm. is when Tommy Lee Jones replacement is eating pie and he goes, Hmm, good pie.
1: Oh my God.
0: I Two can't. Two seconds of that movie.
1: I I couldn't tell you one fucking thing from Men in Black Two. Are you <laughs> Not feel one like... single thing that
0: happens. Oh, I'll tell you anything you want to know. What do you want to know?
1: I want to know about these king tropes. King,
0: king tropes. tropes! If you said it before, you just say so. We'll add it to our running list of king tropes. Of... Why, are all the children always evil? Why, so many one learners for people? King wanted to. Why, are all the children always evil? King wanted to. Why, so many one letters for people? King wanted to. Why, there are always going to be a greaser? King wanted to. You just need to trust this
1: guy's.
0: Go to this is King Tropes. This is, of course, King Tropes. Um. um so what do you... I... Okay, so where'd we... One more thing about the Men in Black franchise. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's Men in Black men in black roman numeral two and then men in black arabic three what the fuck (laughs) and it's so cool like you know they stylize men men in black two as m i i b which i get how do you pass that up right but then you just got to stick with your roman numerals
1: yeah no, that's it was the wrong move on their
0: part (laughs) it's been a while since i was in the pocket huh (laughs) (laughs) jesus all right i'm gonna go in the pocket for a bit all right to talk about the king tropes here i Uh, go go ahead a a a psychopathic greaser a greaser with no (laughs) uh no moral compass Mm -hmm. that's one how about Uh, you you got any
1: yeah i i have uh, a few actually um character is a writer um there's a uh i call him a simple jack character but uh
0: <laughs> who's that
1: the, the the janitor harry um he's uh you know he's played as like very simple and that that's usually uh pretty pretty common thing in these uh king stories um let's see somebody mentions castle rock and um, and then um after after Franco kills Josh Jumel um, and he's on the bridge, it's raining and stuff, and just sort of stands there looking up at the rain, very reminiscent of Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank
0: Redemption, I agree. <laughs> Dan,
1: come out of the pocket.
0: I don't know, I kind of like it in here.
1: <laughs> don't be a weird Percy creep.
0: Okay, here I come. <laughs> That can be me leaving the pocket. <laughs> that's a good one. Would you argue that um because um do you think going into the past and coming back with cancer and then dying is the greatest d- distance of all to go just to die? <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> that's true. What do we like think? That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um yeah, let's, let's do that. What else we got? um anything
1: else no i can't think of anything um oh i know i'm
0: gonna think of like 15 things as soon as we're done
1: let's do our well we got one of two
0: ways we can go yeah um we could either go right to our penultimate segment we could do stephen king glasses watch (laughs) <laughs> Let's do Stephen King glasses watch How So I gotta find a picture and send it to you In the, the you? book I'm working on now There's a spooky monster Okay Stephen King <laughs> St- Stephen King glasses. St- Stephen Stephen Kling <laughs> We all heard me say it <laughs> Alright so here's what Robin, Rob and I right now Are both going to google Stephen King 2019 hmm We're going to go to the images results. Right. All right. We're just going to have to go ahead and look at... We're going to have to agree on a picture of him to look at. How about the one that says Stephen King net worth? Sure. Okay. You looking at that one? Yes. All right. So what we got here are classic Tiny King glasses. <laughs> classic uh, later era Stephen King tiny, tiny little glasses. Um... They're they're very small. They're (laughs) they're not (laughs) crazy small. small. (laughs) They could be bigger though.
1: Uh, It's like kind of big, but like a little small.
0: Yeah, not huge, not huge. Okay, so go now. We're gonna search Stephen King twenty (laughs) eighteen, and we're gonna agree on a picture. Uh,
1: Okay, let's see. Um, it's. The one where he is... uh, How about the
0: one where he's not wearing glasses, the second result? (laughs) Yeah. Um, In that one, his glasses are very small. Maybe they're contacts. Those are maybe the smallest glasses I know of. All right, so his glasses are getting bigger, you're saying. They're trending up from 2018 to 2019. They're trending up. Great. This has been Stephen King Glasses Watch. All
1: right. That brings us to our penultimate segment. Yes.
0: Okay, this is where it was Slimer. If you're new to the show, here's what happens: Rob and I are always on the lookout for that green son of a bitch, that old onion head himself, Slimer from Ghostbusters. Do you remember why we started doing this?
1: Yeah, it was from um, that. Uh, sometimes they come back. The first sometimes they come back movie.
0: Not the good one
1: not no not all, all of,
0: oh, you have oh, you of all uh, okay.
1: yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you still have that on the board i would love yeah, to
0: hear yeah, it yeah. Oh, sh- whoops
1: oh boy <laughs> what are you oh captain you disappoint me you have all you shouldn't have to ask <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i think i i, I think you know exactly what i'm talking about I had a long talk with Shilling. He told me you're just like your dad, just like him. Spit an image. And we all know that an apple doesn't fall very far from the tree.
0: <laughs> just a reminder that uh, demons from hell are yeah. actually from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Remember, we were talking about uh, the
1: the three, like, racers from Sometimes I Come Back. And there's, like... There's the leader one. There's like kind of the the blonde one who's always like laughing at everything. He's like got that like high pitch laugh. Yeah. And then there was like a third one who kind of just looks like a a little bit fatter version of the first guy. Um, and we were talking, we were saying how he should be eating like the
0: whole time. Like he should be <laughs> a slimer. <laughs> That's and, right. Yeah. 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 yeah so, so ever since we just got to check in and make sure Slimer's not turning up in any of these movies which he isn't he I well he has in oh in this movie he didn't I didn't see him but you'll remember um when um when oh my god why can't I think of his name the the diner guy help me out Say his uh, name Chris Cooper Chris Cooper thank you when Chris Cooper is explaining that he got his chopped meat from the 60s uh, and that's how he can keep his prices so low. He said, "I had to stop getting hot dogs though, uh, mm. because no matter how many I got, I couldn't keep them in stock because of that damn Slimer." So we don't see him on screen, but it is implied but he's that mentioned. it right. is implied that he exists in the universe, and we don't know who that second shooter is yet. That's right. <laughs> and This is this was... where was Slimer? Where was Slimer? <laughs> Which brings us to our final segment. Our final... They just
1: cheated us! (laughs) This isn't fair!
0: ...segment. (laughs) This is IMDB, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score. Oh, no. That's never happened before. (laughs) Oh, no. I usually get it right. This is IMDB, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average weighted user score on IMDB.com. Sixty. 3,013 lone gunmen logged on to IMDb.com and gave their, their opinion of this movie, awarding it an average score of 8.2 out of 10 stars. Rob. Mm-hmm. This... Oh, dude, Rob, you of you all <laughs> you should know, but uh, do you think 8 out of 2 is fair? And granted, uh, we're only... We're only We're halfway going, through here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think,
1: I I don't think we can give it an accurate score until we watch the whole thing, but I think it could potentially be on its way to being an eight.
0: Would you be willing to do out of five, so it's like half? Oh, sure. Okay. So what's that? Four? Four. Four out of five?
1: Yeah, I would say these first four episodes, like the first, the first episode was kind of slow, but then, uh, I don't know, the second one really grab me and I don't know. I'm I've been enjoying it so I'm going to say 4.5.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh I feel similarly. I think I'm a little less enthusiastic about it than you are, which should make for a riveting conversation <laughs> uh, where we feel almost the exact same way. <laughs> I think I we haven't I don't
1: know. What was the last time we watched like a good mini series? It's been fucking forever.
0: Have we I'm, watched a good mini series period?
1: I mean like the stand is like that one was pretty good. Um, M-O-O-N, my good bitch. <laughs> M-O-O-N, <laughs> my good bitch. Hey, talk M-O-N. about a simple Jack. That's how you spell good
0: bitch. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, 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 yeah, I... That, I, I, don't I don't know. well. So what do I have to look forward to in... Uh, so you said you're a little bit ahead of me, right? Yeah, I only have one episode left. You gotta be kidding me. Tell me everything that happens. And do not skimp on the details. Well, I'm gonna tell you this. The first
1: half is not nearly as dark as the second half.
0: <laughs> really? Yep. <laughs> what kind of dark? A per- an intimate personal darkness or an existential darkness?
1: Mmm. I think there's a bit of both there. I think the, um, the story goes to dark places. And... I can't say it. I can't say anymore. I can't possibly. It wouldn't. Um,
0: be, it wouldn't be proper. It wouldn't. Okay. Um, I won't. I won't press you anymore. So, but you gotta give me something. As well, you know, twenty nine mm, <laughs> As you know, twenty nineteen has twenty nine tween. <laughs> twenty nine tween. Uh, I'm gonna show baby. <laughs> As you know, 2019 has been my year of spoilers. So if you want to spoil anything for me and the listener, you go right ahead. Well, I would, but show's over. Ah, crap. Okay. All right. Show's over. Show's over. Next week, we'll be completing our dissection, Mm. our marrow suck of Jesus. The original <laughs> series 112263 yeah. based on the sublime song November 22nd 1963. <laughs> right <laughs> Uh <laughs> Hey, if you enjoyed the show, how about you go ahead and you give us a rating and a review on iTunes so that uh we shoot up the charts in Spain and and other nations. Um, we were on the charts in Spain for a little while.
1: Guys, we broke the top 100 comedy podcasts in Spain.
0: Do you know why? Why? Because I do an insulting... Well, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Please. An insulting caricature of a Spanish man comes to visit the show.
1: He sits on you, and then he takes over your
0: microphone. Yes. Right. Yes, he does. And thank God, I don't think he has my... uh, Philadelphia address yes he does not know where I am Uh, he cannot find me Uh, it's only but like like his character no country for old men it is only a matter of time (laughs) before he comes in and he sits on my lap to do the podcast (laughs) Uh. (coughs) anyway Anyway, yeah so rate and review the show Um, pretend to be Stephen King to uh, add an air of credibility to this very un unsanctioned program that we call official it's the
1: Stephen king movie podcast actually
0: it would probably be helpful too if you could leave a review as one or all of the ramones because they well we you know
1: there's (laughs) only one ramone left
0: who d marky
1: it's it's one of the ones that like wasn't part of the original band you know they're like they replaced another guy
0: shemp ramone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um mm. by the way i watched the three stooges short for the first time in my life the other day what yeah um i didn't realize every episode ends with someone getting hit with a cream pie that's the funniest thing in the world to me
1: yeah it's great
0: yes yes i um i was watching it and the one i per- i happened to catch they were like Being chased around like a science lab by a gorilla.
1: Oh, I'm familiar.
0: (laughs) You know the one? And then Uh, the gorilla finds a crate of cream pies and throws them at them. And then they all just laugh. The gorilla starts laughing, the stooges start laughing, and then it just cuts to black.
1: What's not funny about that?
0: No, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) That's what I thought. But (laughs) I texted a friend of mine to, to just like to run this by her i was like you had i you gotta watch this this is the best <laughs> thing i've ever seen it's like yeah my f- they all end like that i you idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty they, much they, i
1: they, i mean they kind of do um this anyway, isn't st- stooge cast
0: no it's <laughs> it's not i'm sorry this isn't two stooges our three stooges podcast <laughs> 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 it's actually pretty good uh, that is pretty good but, hey, if you can forgive me for that, um, why don't you also consider going to our Patreon uh, to help support the show financially? That would be nice. I as think so. We're,
1: as of, um, let's see, I know what we did two weeks ago. On the Patreon was uh, Tiptoes with uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, Gary Oldman.
0: Ah, yes. The first episode in our series, Tiptoes, Boo the Windows, which is where (laughs) we review Tiptoes while my computer is updating. (laughs) I don't know when we'll do another one. (laughs) Anyway, $5 or more gets you access to our weekly bonus episode, which is on a... a rotating theme we're uh we're mixing it up on a weekly basis now yeah um so if so. you want to subscribe uh hey you can also at that point and at that point only throw a suggestion at us for a movie you'd like to hear us talk about yeah we'll add it to the uh, the docket we'll yeah. add to our running list of Movies we have to watch. Movies we have to watch for Patreon. Yes, and also I do want to mention, ten dollars or more a month also gets you a nice little souvenir. Get you a King Me coffee mug. You can One your mug coffee out of it. One yeah. mug.
1: So guys, check that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
0: no, um,
1: no. and thank- uh, that that brings us to the end here.
0: I think so. Thank you as always for listening. Uh, thank you to the Ramones for. Uh, just not, not noticing. Yeah, just, yeah. If guys, if we could all just be real cool about this. Hey, no one tell the Ramones. No one tell Stephen King. Because, as one of our reviewers pointed out, we're not always so nice to him. Well, that guy doesn't get it, man. <laughs> not like we get it, right? Um. Okay. Anyway. Uh, until next week. I'm Dan. I'm Rob. Gagliardi. Avon. Steven King. King.